Yo, yo, what it do, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to this episode. My name is Joseph Octaviani. I'm your host. This is a special one because I'm finally going to voice my opinion on everything that's been going on in hip-hop. There's been a lot from all the crazy shit Ye is saying to just this Friday that just passed. We had a couple albums. We had a disc record. We had people getting involved that wasn't even involved in the first place and they weren't even named so i'm finally gonna voice my opinion on that a lot of things have been going through my head and i want to hear what you guys think i want to know y'all opinions and i want to see many different points of view so please feel free to comment on this feel free to mention me on twitter mention me on ig whatever it is my twitter is tweeting messiah W T W E E T N Messiah. And then Instagram is kind of the same thing. I G Messiah. So please let me know what y'all think. Let me know y'all, you know, y'all point of view. And before I go on and let you guys hear me talk my shit, I do want to announce that I have a new visual book coming out in August. I know it's a little bit of a ways away, but I do want to mention that visual book in August. You know, I'm going to give you all more details soon. But back to this episode, Pure Radio. Stay tuned. So my first topic today is... Probably a lot of you guys expect, already, you know, predicted it, is Kanye and all the crazy shit he's been saying and been doing for the past couple of months, man. It's disappointing. To be honest with you, I'm disappointed because he's just, what the fuck, Kanye? (laughs) He's just there 180 on us, bro. Like, he is not, the Kanye that we knew and we loved, he is not here at this present moment. He... He's on vacation somewhere. He's chilling somewhere, you feel me? That this ain't that Kanye. You know, this is just one of his phases. I feel like he goes through phases, you know. I feel like he's a very easily influential like influenced person. So that's so like he succumbs and it and it goes into just this whole other phase, becomes this whole other person. By the people that he's around, by the company that he keeps, and his biggest influence is no doubt his wife Kim K, and the culture she's in, the life that she lives, is very Hollywood, very pop culture, very high high end fashion. Like it's a whole nother world, you know from soulful hip-hop Kanye and I feel like he's just fighting for this acceptance and I feel like he's just trying to become this person you know he's trying to become he's trying to be loved he's trying to be noticed it's sad like you you notice this it's really sad and the shit like the shit that he says about Trump and how he idolizes this man. 
You know, that's a very strong word, idolize. You know, listen to what this man says, bro. Like, he idolizes someone who ignites nothing but bigotry, nothing but violence, hate, racism. You know, so many things, so many negative things. And that have a direct effect on those communities that you're preaching for. Those communities that you supposedly came from. The ones that you supposedly help, which, you know, I don't know if he really does, but whatever. There's stories that he does, the story that he doesn't. I don't really hear too many stories that he does, to be honest with you. But, yeah, man, I really feel like this Hollywood lifestyle, this e-entertainment type lifestyle you know, I feel like that's it's really affecting him and it's really changing my man. So, yeah, I cannot support this man right now. You know, I, I know Snoop, Snoop, he, he made a good point. He said he has no black women in his life. He got nobody to check him. His wife don't even check him for the shit that he says. She supports it. So, he's really wilding right now. But fuck him, on to the next topic. The albums, man, albums, albums, albums that's been coming out. Cole, K.O.D., I'm very torn. I'm 50-50 with it because I only like the last five, like legit the last five in order. I think it was in brackets, uh, brackets, Once an Attic, Friends, Window Pain, and 1985. The only ones that I listened to, literally, like I haven't listened to the the first half since the third time I listened to I listened to it three times and I ain't rock with them period so I, I ain't gonna force myself to listen to it so I just listened to the last five so that's why I'm very torn you know I hate when he does that I, I understand he was just trying to play around and still you know spit a meaningful topic but while doing shit that you know, people do right now with the repetitive hooks and that that annoying ass SoundCloud cadence. You know, doing that shit, but still trying to spit the real. But like, I don't care what you, I don't care if my, my if my ears don't don't like it, I ain't listening to it. And it really, I feel like it really drowns out that message that he's trying to, you know, uh, point out that message that he's trying to get across. I feel like he it drowns out the passion that he might be spitting with, you know what I'm saying, that we can hear. So, I, I hate when he does that shit. So, that's why I really only like the last five. That's not very torn, but, yeah, I feel like it's one of his best albums, if I'm being honest. Just off those songs alone, to be honest with you, that might be a little biased, but whatever, man. That one was cool, but we got ASAP, ASAP album, man, it's a hot ass mess. I don't know if a lot can agree with me. I'm not saying it's bad. I, I'm not saying it's bad because it's not a bad album per se. It's just really poorly constructed. I feel like there's no really direction with it. You know what I'm saying? It's just it feels like of my library on shuffle. You feel me? Like you don't feel like an album. Like there's just too many things going on. Too many. Random 
sounds, beats, like flows, like it just makes no sense. And maybe that's the you know the intention because it's testing. He's testing out different sounds and shit. But if like I said, if my ears don't like it, I ain't rocking with it. Period. So, but I mean, there's a couple. You know, there's a couple standout tracks. One or two. There's some cool ones, and then there's some fillers. It's just an average album. Like it's not. It's not nothing we're gonna be talking about in a couple years. This one, this this Pusha T album, I feel like we're gonna be talking about it. You know, years to come for sure. This man, Daytona, produced by Kanye. Right there alone, everybody was already interested. So, comes out. This first of all, they reveal that. The cover, this man Kanye paid 85 racks for the cover because it's Whitney Houston's bathroom, like drug-infested bathroom, like this drugs all over the counter and shit. So, so there's already some controversy over that. You already know Kanye did it to stir up that talk, you know, because he's the little master at marketing, master at, you know, getting people's attention. So... Kanye did that, and then that chemistry was just, it was there. That chemistry was there easily, man. That, that album, honestly, i say 10 out of 10, to be honest with you. If not, a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, I give it a 9.5 out of 10, 9.5 out of 10 for sure, because the album, for the most part, sounds like, the, the best way I can describe it is like a straight line you, that never ends. You feel me? Like, it... Is so cohesive. Sometimes you don't even know when the song ends or starts. Like if you don't look at the songs while you're while it's playing, you just listen to it. You don't even know that you just went through two songs. You know what I'm saying? You just thought it was like a beat change up. You know what I'm saying? So, man, the production on it was crazy. I'm like, I'm gonna give it to Kanye. Like the production was crazy. I said, like I said, the. The music talent will always be there with Kanye. His mind might not be in the right place sometimes, but the talent, the legacy, that's going to be there forever. I feel like he's a musical genius. I ain't going to lie. I can't, I can't hate on him. <laughs> so the production was crazy. Pusha T did his thing. He had just this like on, ongoing cadence. So it was like never, never stopping sometimes, sometimes no hook. Just ongoing, so like that's why you really didn't even know the song ended, and another song was beginning. Like it was just, man, nonstop, bars after bars, coke after coke references. Like that really was. He he claimed it was his purple tape, and honestly, I gotta agree with him. That shit was crazy. I really nine point five out of ten. The reason why I give it nine point five is because there was like a little bump in the road. I call it because that that Rick Ross joint, that production, I didn't really fuck with it that much. That one, that one like it, it slowed up the pace of it, which I wasn't ready for. It slowed up the pace, and it was kind of just out of whack. It was just out of whack. It wasn't supposed to be there. So other than that, I mean, Pusha and Rick Ross together, Rick Ross's versus are so precise sometimes, so just perfect, you know what I'm saying? Perfect fitting. You know, Rick, I'm a really big fan of Rick Ross because some of his verses are just, his guest verses, man, 
not many can do the guest versus like Rick Ross, to be honest with you. So, yeah, but of course, something has to happen to give it a little bit more views, to get a little bit more plays. This man, this is Drake and Wheezy and Baby at the end on the last song called Infrared. And I honestly, I loved it. I loved, I really thought we were going to get a beef out of this. Well, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know Drake was going to respond because Pusha has dissed him for years. Pusha has dissed like Young Money period for years and no response except for Wayne back in like 2012, I think it was, to Pusha T, but other than that, nothing and Drake comes the same day, what? Same day, like, some hours after, with a whole diss track towards Pusha T, no subliminal. Like, straight disrespects him. Smith said, you acting like you saw with Pablo, what? This shit, no. Even got, he got the co-sign from Snoop. Snoop was listening to his little IG video, said it was hard. It was crazy. I see a bunch of rappers, and it's and it's. I feel like it's gonna be a, like a heavyweight bout. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like a like a, a WWE tag team. Him him and Weezy, Drake and Weezy, and since since Drake called out Ye on the track on this track, it's gonna be pushing and Ye. It's gonna be like a little tag team tagging people in type shit. So, but it's gonna be done in a, in a very in a very hip hop and a very rap way. You know what I'm saying? Just straight bars to each other. May the best man win. And no Hollywood, nobody getting hurt. None of this extra shit. It's just straight bars. So that's what I'm really excited for. There hasn't been like a really good rap beef in a while. I feel like since 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 Meek, honestly, since Drake and Meek, I, I don't really, unless y'all can name some, I'm not really thinking of any. But yeah, man, that was that was a crazy ass day. Sadly, you know, because of this this little beef, ASAP Rocky, his shit got silenced pretty much. I feel bad for him. He didn't even make number one. I think Push is going to make his first number one. But he deserves it. That shit was crazy. Those were all the topics that I wanted to talk about. I'm going to be doing these more often because... I love talking about hip hop and and what's going on. So, until next time, y'all. This is Pure Radio. This is your host Joseph Octaviani, and thank you for listening.